Someone's asking about the Mr. Irrelevant. And what I've got my sights set on is Mr. Irrelevant. When I first got it, you're thinking, man, Mr. Irrelevant. Man, I don't want to be that guy. Welcome back to Mr. Irrelevant Podcast. Your boy, Pod Drew, back in the fabled cube and got the two guys here with me that uh, if you listen to Mr. Irrelevant the past few years, you know you already know who I'm talking about. She's had Marv to the right. What's going on, guys? It's been a long time. It has been. I, think I feel like I just woke up out of a nap or something. Like, Well, you you were hibernating in, uh, since I last needed you for a podcast. Yeah, you know, I really was. Else. Yeah, I was hibernating. Uh, I'm out of my slumber, and uh, I'm ready to go. Someone brings, like, a slice of what, what cheese they got over, Swiss cheese over, over your nose. and then Pepper, you Jack, Pepper Jack cheese. No, I know you've been watching your Yankees, so you haven't been hibernating through that through their season, right? No, no, it's been a fun season for the Yankees. They're doing a lot better than I expected, so... Me as well. Yeah. <laughs> uh, well, we'll get into maybe a little of that talk in a bit, but over to the left, E-Nam, how are you doing? Some kind, it's your boy, E-Nam, a.k.a. Young, keep my name out your mouth. Um, <laughs> she's here, really excited to uh, get on the jump into this pod and talk about the only thing that's happening in sports right now, the uh, Kyrie Irving trade. Oh, all right. Well, I guess we have to get into that, too, especially me being a big How are you doing? Cavs fan. Well, still processing the situation. You know, initially I was like, Kyrie to Because Bo- I hate Boston Celtics. I hate Boston sports in general. Yeah, I think we all do. It's annoying sport. that they're always winning and, things. And Except for Eric. Eric, he has a special spot for Brady. So I, he's so fucking good. So it's you good. don't yeah. necessarily hate Boston right. sports. You can't like Tom Brady and... And like, hate Boston sports. It doesn't go together. I'm like indifferent to Boston. I just really like Tom Brady. Okay. Well, I hate Boston sports. Padre hates Boston I do sports. Too. So. Well, we don't even have time on this podcast to get into the Brady thing. That's again, fine. But with Kyrie, look, he's my favorite player. He was mostly because I just you know I obviously always love him for the shot against Golden State championship, but. Just his style of play is so entertaining to me. It's like one of the yeah. most entertaining things to watch in the NBA. The way he just glides to the basket. Oh, yeah, doesn't get blocked. Good. Just it puts these crazy yep. weird angle shots off glass and, and scores 9 out of 10 times or more with those. So it, it sucks the whole situation with the Cavs, how it's getting blown up. And everyone thinks LeBron's going to leave now, too. I don't, still don't know how I mm, Everyone doesn't that, think LeBron's going to leave now. Everyone kind of always thought LeBron was going to leave. Yeah. And it's no, cool, that they, got, it's cool that they were able to get the Nets pick. Like, they'll, they'll be better off when LeBron leaves. I didn't say if. Having done this trade, it does kind of suck because, like, I'm not going to watch 40 Boston games. I will watch 40 LeBron games. Right. Well, well, let me. Can I, I ask this question? Because I still don't get why LeBron would leave. They have Isaiah Thomas and they have his bird rights, meaning that if he wants to make the most money, they can sign him to the most in Cleveland. They're gonna get. Well, a they pick. can't do it if they sign LeBron again. Well, LeBron's They're probably gonna sign for a one or two year deal regardless. He's not gonna. He's not gonna sign for five years. It seems like he's never gonna do that again, because he always wants to have that leverage. Right. So then you have a pick that is gonna be a lottery lottery pick. Whether it's one or five, regardless, it's going to be somewhere in there, maybe, right? Mm-hmm. So 
why would you go to the West? Because that's what everybody's saying, going to L.A. Why? It doesn't make sense to me, is my point. Well, that's it's fair. Yeah, I guess before I continue talking about this, I, I will say as well, for the podcast today, we are going to talk some football in the previous season, NFL season a little bit. Are some we? baseball maybe, but... Uh, yeah, this is just a big ass deal. But like, just crazy. since we're yeah, since since we already jump right into this, I just want to for anyone listening, like that's that's what our plan to get into is. But yeah, so I personally didn't think LeBron was ever like when he came back. I thought he was going to stay back. But also, a lot of it's still has to do with Dan Gilbert, I guess. Like, Dan Gilbert just, sucks so much. Yeah, is I the mean, thing. and I don't know. I mean, I I never really completed my thought on Kyrie. I guess um, when you guys started asking questions there. But yeah, it sucks to see him go. It does. To Boston, especially, but it, it's also interesting. Like two basically rivals now that are everyone thinks yeah. they're going to be. They were in the Eastern Conference Finals this past year. Everyone thinks they're going to be that matchup again this year. Mm-hmm. Making a blockbuster trade like this, NBA is a crazy league. So LeBron could leave. I guess that's why they want the pick. I, I do think it was a good trade for for if Kyrie's demanding a trade and you have to trade him. That is probably the best deal we could have possibly gotten. Yeah, I mean, but. I you don't so much. I mean, you got Crowder back too. Yeah, which if he plays well, great. I mean, I don't. He he didn't play that well last year. And Crowder's okay. good at playing defense, which most of the yeah, like people the in the Cavs roster are not. Well, he's like three and D, but he, he doesn't shoot three as well with that equation. He didn't last year at least. But no. um, yeah, they do need defense, but they're getting, bringing in Isaiah Thomas, probably the only worse point guard defender than Kyrie. <laughs> um, but, so, but he can, doesn't really help that. I don't know, man. Isaiah just came off a season where he was one of the most efficient scorers, had a crazy season, and now he has LeBron James on his team. I'm here for where, him. Yeah. Where he was uh, the only guy on He his should team be able to fill, like, fill it up for sure and I, replace a good portion of Kyrie's like, I, I don't know. More, I mean. If you ask me, I like Kyrie. I think Kyrie has a lot of his success to, to – he has to thank LeBron for a lot of his success. And I don't think yeah. Boston – they're not getting to the finals. I'm sorry. I'll say, I'll say right now – it's August 23rd. Then I get into the finals. Next June, the Boston Celtics will not be in the finals. Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, it's going to be Cavs Warriors again. Yeah. Exactly. And, and unless, unless a, you know, a catastrophic God injury happens, God forbid. But I'm sorry, Kyrie, you're not leading any team to the finals. Yeah. But catastrophic injury or some major injury is what I need to happen to the Warriors. There's <laughs> a chance regardless. I mean, with this pick, you could say... If they knew LeBron would re-sign again, they would probably try to flip this pick for another piece to go yeah. to combat yeah. the Warriors. But I don't think that would be smart because if he really does leave, then we need this pick to rebuild the team. Right. If he's if he weren't leaving and I were the GM of that team, that I think still currently does not have a GM. No, no they, they do. do. Okay, cool. Kobe um, something. Sure. Spelled K O B Y. Sorry, who? <laughs> K O B Y Kobe Altman or something like that. Sure, yeah. uh, that that's a name. It could be a person. It is. An- if I were the GM of that team, uh, I would turn right now. If if you knew LeBron was saying you had that commitment or like him under contract, you have to turn that Nets pick and Kevin Love into like one last stud, right? But who? who yeah, who? That's a thing. I don't fucking know. Butler's gone. Who's available? Paul George are gone, and they got they got traded for a bag of peanuts. Both of them. Yeah, I mean, I'd compared to, to the Boogie, Pacers, honestly. the Pacers trade, this, this look, know, looks man. way better, but uh, no, I don't know. Boogie or Davis, I don't care. Well, they're not going to get Come Davis on. for Kevin Love and Davis. And the, and Davis, well, Davis like, you, you put together a package. And Boogie, I don't know. I don't like Boogie. I guess I would rather have him than Love, maybe, but I'm not, like, even 100% on that. I mean... The thing is, like, Boogie's so much better than Love. Is he? I don't, like... Yeah, man. Defensively, what is he how he's better. All right. But yeah, I mean, not like, like he's not. He's certain still not stats, like a stud certain stats, and certain like at, in certain moments, the eye test consider Boogie to be a liability on defense. But like, he's 
got to be better on defense than Kevin Love. But um, is he, though? And, like, <laughs> Boogie will just drop 36 points all in the paint and end your life. Like, he, like he's so good. But do the, yeah, I, that's not the Cavs game. He's like a child. I get it, but... I mean, it'll be interesting to see what the Cavs game is this year. I mean, yeah. it's still, obviously, all runs through LeBron. Actually, it'll be more interesting to see the Celtics game, to be honest. How Kyrie's going to do with Brad Stevens. Kyrie don't pass, man. That's the thing that's going to be interesting. So, does Kyrie change his attitude with, like, a Brad Stevens coach? Because, like, the coaches he's had had so far haven't been, what, Mike Brown a year uh, before that. It was, um, you know, what's his name? Went to the Lakers then. uh, Mike, Mike Brown? No, no. That is well, friend. he went to the Lakers too. No, um, no, was, Doc Rivers. No, not Doc Rivers. He's Mike not Brown. Like, why am I blanking so hard? This Byron Scott is what I'm trying to pull. That's the guess. That started Kyrie's career. Then a year of Mike Brown. Then Blatt fired for um, Blatt, champion of the Israeli league. Yes. Who actually the who the guy who the third guy, uh, name in the Celtics that the Celtics gave us played for Blatt in Israel this past year. <laughs> oh, Zizic. Zizic, yeah. But but my point being, the Celtics have way, and, and then LeBron comes back and it's more offense run through him. The Celtics have a more traditional kind of like scheme. Mm-hmm. Well, they have a whole new basically roster. There's, That's true as well. Um, Hayward, Kyrie, but same uh, coaching staff and scheme. I would assume they, they've the Marquise Morris, one of the Morris twins. I mean, there's a lot of different the players, Morris. a lot of different tool, the, the tools. The less there, so. Well, who uh, even is the better Morris at this point? And Marcus. I think See, it was the one who was in Detroit. Yeah, which was Marcus. But coming in, maybe he is the better one now. Coming into the league, everyone thought Marquise was the better one, but maybe it just hasn't turned out that way. I might be wrong. I don't know. Good but, talk, guys. <laughs> yeah, this, well, uh, Morris twins aside, I'm interested to see how the, how the Celtics will play, but I do think they won't. They still won't beat the, the Cavs in the Eastern Conference Finals. No. Well, Alex, uh, I don't want to ask you. I don't want to put you on the spot. The Cavs or the Celtics won the trade? Who won the trade early on? Unequivocally, the Cavs won the trade. Okay, cool. They're, they're, they're better now, and they're better later. They won. Mm. Uh, Zay gives you, like, 75% of Kyrie, and you get Crowder back for defense, and Zizic, and the pick, whatever. The pick is the... Yeah, pick. and then that pick saves really them puts moving over the top, forward. Yeah. I mean, I mean part, pardon the hyperbole, it may not save them, but, like, it, do, it don't hurt. Right. I don't know, maybe Ainge thinks that... Kyrie will definitely resign with them or something like. In well, I mean, you got two years of Kyrie. You got like a three-man unit now, a uh, three-man like nucleus now with uh, Morris and Marcus Smart uh, on the periphery. Like that is a good team. I see what they're doing, but I mean, and they they got a bona fide stud. Yeah. Zay was going to demand a payday, I think, so it would have been harder for them to keep like the rest of their pieces intact. And you know how much Ainge loves his pieces. Yeah. I get it for both teams. But, uh, Cleveland won. Yeah. There is no loyalty with the Isaiah Thomas thing, though. I mean, like, At all. It's fucking brutal. <laughs> but, all right. I mean, is there any... Yeah, so that's... I'm sure we'll get back into it another time. But it is off-season, even though NBA is really shaped up. To there's no the NBA off-season. Now. So, and people at one time said there's no NFL off-season. But yeah, that's changed. Now it's preseason, and it starts in uh, 15 days, I believe. First yeah. game, Pats, uh, Chiefs. Let's get into a little NFL talk. And I know, Eric, you were just in Europe for a couple weeks, right? I was. Vacationing. Were you over there uh, with the goal of trying to get NFL Europe going back again? I was uh, not doing that. <laughs> oh, okay. So I was utilizing your nearly time constantly well, drunk is what I was doing. Some French wine and such. Word. I saw some um, advertisements with soccer players whose names I didn't know. That was pretty neat. Uh, no football. No football. England, loving American football. I'm not sure that that's a thing. Mm. Germany, France. I'm not sure. Well, no one said that they loved it in Germany and France, did they? 
No, definitely not France. There is, uh, I mean, there is a German league that's pretty popular in Germany, but I, I oh. saw no signs of it. So no, no, like Gronkowski jerseys around London or anything. Like right, that. and to be fair, I was in like Kreuzberg when I was in Germany, which is just like the Brooklyn of Berlin. So like, it makes sense, but okay. So what? What's, <laughs> so is the the hipster right. capital of Berlin? All right, I don't know what they watched over there then, but how are you guys Quidditch. feeling about? <laughs> How are you guys feeling about your, of course, just to recap for anyone new, you're a big Cowboys fan, Eric, and you're, of course, being Chiefs fan, Marv, a big Packers fan, and I'm a Browns fan. How are you guys feeling about your squads shaping up? Uh, it's midway through the preseason now in terms of games, at least, like, between game two and three of the preseason as we record. Let's start with the Packers real quick, because there's probably yeah. a little bit less to talk about there. Yeah, there definitely is. Um, team, so let's check in real quick. Yeah, everything seems to be going smoothly. Please, please don't let me jinx anything, because the third game of the preseason is coming up, and it's in Denver. That scares me. The dress rehearsal game where the starters theoretically play the most. Exactly, exactly. But, I mean, everything looks okay. There's been no major injuries on either side of the ball. Martellus Bennett looks good. Aaron Rodgers actually played a little bit this preseason, which he didn't do last preseason. Is he going to play game three as well? That's the plan, but we'll see. Um, Game two was sort of a surprise in itself as well. He only played a series, but he looked amazing. They scored a touchdown and went right down the field pretty easily. Yeah. Oh, they, well, that's refreshing. Aaron Rodgers looks amazing. Wasn't <laughs> yeah. expecting that. Yeah. Well, they got they um, have two new uh, tight ends, right? That's kind of the new offensive yeah. pieces. Bennett so, and um, So they have Bennett Kendricks. and Lance Kendricks. Bennett is also a really good run blocker, even though the running game hasn't looked that good this preseason. They haven't really been given too much of a shot either. But I think it's just going to be... Montgomery and Jamal Williams, fourth round pick from BYU. As long as as long as there's no injuries on either side of the ball, major injuries, that's all I care about, man. And it hasn't happened so far. I hope it doesn't happen. Defense, how you feeling? About? Defense, can't really say. I mean, our biggest pickup was uh, Devon House, our old cornerback. He hasn't played this preseason with a hamstring injury, but they're saying it's not major. It's kind of holding him out, precautionary, I guess, being that he's been in house already. It's kind of like he knows what he's doing. House has been in-house. Exactly. And Kevin King looks okay for a rookie. Not that great, but um, coming along. Not, not a kingly, uh, not a royal. Uh, no, nah, not yet. Rookie offseason. Not yet, not yet. But it may get there. It's a big cornerback, so okay. we'll see, man. I mean, if just injuries, man. That's all I'm worried about. And if yeah. they could get through this week three dress rehearsal, you know, without any injuries, I'll be fucking ecstatic. Any type of like Sorry bubble uh, bubble players you're uh, looking at that could make the team or not that you're interested in? Uh, they're talking about Max McCaffrey, who's a wide receiver who's been looking decent on the field. Um, he caught a touchdown pass, I believe, last week. So for the listeners, Max McCaffrey is the random white receiver who will somehow catch a touchdown in six consecutive games in the middle of this season. He sounds like a a character from like a Nickelodeon 90s show or something. Max McCaffrey. He is the random random wide receiver. Got a guy on on defense, Hawkins, a cornerback who was uh, undrafted, free agent, who looked good. He played with the first unit against the Skins in the second game. So we'll see. It's been been an uneventful preseason so far and that's probably the best News that that would so, be, I guess, is for a team yeah. like the Packers. At exactly. Least. For the Browns, my team, you don't want to be uneventful. You want to see like good, good young players coming in, get, making some noise. But we'll get to that. But let's touch on the whole, the whole uh, division that the Packers are in. Then the competition: Bears, Vikes, and uh, 
<clears throat> so man, my mind is slow today. <laughs> <laughs> the lines. It's the off season, guys. The lines, yeah. What are you uh, thinking about those? Well, those supposedly Mitch Trubisky, uh, the Bears quarterback, mm-hmm. looks amazing. Was it? He has not been named the starter over a glass. He has not. Like uh, John Fox has not done that. But if if I can, exp- it, you know, based on what they're saying, we should expect him to take Mike Lennon's job very easily, very soon during the regular season. If the Bears are smart and he's the real deal or looks like the real deal, they should do that. So he looks legit. Okay. The Bears maybe found someone, finally. They haven't had a quarterback ever. Um, really? Um, like, think about it. Ever? Who is, like, like, the quarterback on, like, the 85 Bears that everyone talks about? I don't know it was a defensive um, team, but... McMahon. Uh, okay. Mike Ditka. <laughs> oh, he was coach quarterback. <laughs> yes. McMahon was the quarterback, but he wasn't even that great. Like, it right. was a defensive team. The Bears yeah. have never really had a quarterback, so... Uh, Jake, Jake Cutler's Cutler. down in Miami now trying to fight Matt yeah. Moore for a job. Yeah. Um, I do want to get in a little discussion about rookie quarterbacks, but we'll save that for now. Let's switch over to your Speaking your of rookie quarterbacks. Well, yeah, I'll use the Browns to transition in that, in that combo then. But, so let's, let's do Cowboys first. What, uh, how are you feeling about your team coming into this year? I mean... Cautiously optimistic. There's the no way we go for Yeah, like are we going to just, like, just gonna gonna talk about what? skip and bypass uh, your boy? I, what boy? I don't know her. <laughs> you um, don't know her? The one you initially didn't oh, like the draft pick up last year and then t- changed your mind. Right. Personally. So here's the thing. I have been avoiding reading about what he may or may not have done. I will say Ray Rice got four games for this same thing. Uh, the NFL is bad at doing. But Ray Rice hasn't been heard of since. I'm afraid of that as well. <laughs> the NFL has been really bad at proportional punishment and consistent punishment. That said, just like ah, maybe I don't want him in the league if he did something like that bad. It's just it's really There's it's no really hard because he's so like fucking good at football. Um, Ray Rice, right? And now he's on my team. It's not like it's not like Ray Rice where I can just shout, get him out of the fucking league, get him out of the fucking league. Well, last year was Greg Hardy. This year's Ezekiel Elliott. Oh, Greg Hardy, I didn't want on my team the whole time. He wasn't that good anyway. <laughs> Fuck Greg Hardy. Yeah, Zeke Zeke is really good. He's really young. Like he has time to learn from these mistakes or whatever. Just like I hate having to have an opinion about this. That said, Alfred Morris was, as recently as two years ago, pretty damn good. Darren McFadden can get you 600 yards. We have the best offensive line in the league and uh, one of the most promising young quarterbacks. I'm, I'm so enamored with Dak right now. Um, it could happen. Des is not going away. He's so fucking good at football. It could be fine. It could be fine. If, Isn't if, he appealing it like Brady did? He's appealing. He he might get to play some games, uh, but he still has. He will have to serve the entire six game suspension. Basically, when you appeal these well, things, he's appealing you're not understanding. Then, sorry, he might he might be able to play well. He's appealing it, and then the yes. suspension will happen after. Okay. Then it'll go into effect when they say no. Actually, we do get to suspend you for six games. Now, which my a, understanding is you appeal based on like procedure, just like hey, this doesn't seem fair right. based on other things, and the yeah. league itself is the entity to which you are appealing. Right. Who then says ah, actually we believe that this is fair? This thing that we did to you. Well, when Brady appealed, didn't he get to play the whole season and then the he, season after? His appeal took a long time because it went yeah, to federal arbitration. Okay, so let's say. If you're a Cowboys fan, would you rather he just serve the first six games yes. and it doesn't happen towards the end or middle of the season? Yes. I would as if I was, yeah. I would right. rather him just take the suspension, come in fresh in week seven, and put up a strong seven, nine to 1,300 yards in 10 I've years. also heard rumblings that maybe by appealing it, it'll get bumped down to like four. Also okay. I, just, I want this over with. I want answers and the appropriate things to happen. And for the Cowboys to still be good. You want both? 
you know, you want your cake and you want to eat it yeah. too. Yes. Yeah. I mean, hey, uh, as far as he goes, I don't know, man. He's done a lot of stupid shit already in such a young show. Yeah, I mean, he's, I mean, he's a kid. He's I, a dumb kid. Is he a kid? He's a dumb kid. He's really fucking good at football. Is he a kid? I will point this out. When, when Ohio State won the... Uh, the cha- national championship a few years ago, which he is a major part of, obviously, and confetti was falling down. He did have his mouth open, like his tongue out, like it was snowflakes falling from the sky, like yeah. letting the confetti. I have no trouble believing that Ezekiel so. Elliott. I don't is think he's the smartest man, maybe a bad guy around. Yeah, but but I, yeah, I want to root for him too because he's a Buckeye, you know. Which I, I'm a fan of that football team, and then and you know he's a great player. So it's it is uh, disappointing for this stuff to happen. But well, we don't need to get another conversation about how. The league doesn't isn't have equal punishments here, but it really is ridiculous, like how arbitrary things are. No, my luck. He'll probably get a four game suspension and come back for the Packers. Is, is it week five, Packers Cowboys? <laughs> um, I think it's actually week six. If I'm not mistaken, because you guys have a bye in between. Yeah, so that do. four game uh, down to four games could really be major for that. Though. Yeah, exactly. So I just know he's gonna come back. He kills the Packers. He's gonna come back. This first game is probably gonna. The Cowboys do have good options, honestly. I like all. I I probably like all three of those Cowboys running back options better than anyone on the Packers. Another thing, Odell might not be ready for Week One. Well, yeah, I was gonna talk about that. The two. Oh, we we pivoting to. uh, Am I afraid of the division? Because I'm very afraid of the division. Yeah, let's let's get it. Eli Manning is a bad quarterback playing behind a bad offensive line. Don't I like? Um. Don't push back. Eli Manning is a bad quarterback. (laughs) This has been proven. (laughs) They Um, don't have any. They have Geno Smith probably backing them up now. Geno Smith is not going to get better. He's playing behind a bad offensive line, um, and he's bad at football. Uh, the Giants still have no still have no run game to speak of. One assumes they have two really good mm. receivers and like a bonkers defense. Two good receivers? They, they might have the receivers. best receivers in the league. <sighs> Who's the third option? Brandon Marshall. Who's the second option? Sterling Shepard. Oh, the rookie from last year? Yeah, he's he very good. He's a great year. He's quite good. But Marshall and Beckham in this. So the Browns played a preseason game a couple of days ago against the Giants on Monday Night Football. The only time Browns can get on there is preseason, I guess. But um, <laughs> both Marshall and Beckham got banged up, obviously. So I'd be fine with that. Um, it, could, it really could be no Zeke and no versus no Beckham. Right. One. But we have we have no pass rush. We got rid of, and like Carr and Mo Claiborne are names that like one knows, but they're not very. They weren't that good. Uh, but right. we did get rid of our like basically our entire secondary, and we're starting from scratch. I like the plan. You you get young guys who are like super comparatively more athletic that can run with the, this new breed of receiver but they're young it's not going to go well for a while we might be the 2016 Panthers and the Giants have a good defense when you're matching up against them so. the Giants have a very good defense and we do not um, and then the Eagles and they were one the of two teams to beat you last got year got way better yeah they were one of two I, I don't know what, the other what being, you're referring you know the <laughs> team from Wisconsin uh, is there a team in Wisconsin <laughs> Um, the Milwaukee Mudrats. <laughs> yes. I'm also afraid of the Eagles. Eagles got better on good. paper. Well, we got to see it in action, I guess. Right. I am worried that Wentz is a legitimate thing. I I, I don't like having to deal with great quarterbacks in no, my division. Uh, sophomore slump. He looked good against the Packers in, in the first preseason game. Mm-hmm. See, I, I don't like that. I have no trouble believing that Dak is better and maybe a better quarterback I, and, until, until I'm proven wrong. Okay. I just like... It'd be nice if there were no good quarterbacks in my division. By the way, speaking of quarterbacks, who is the Cowboys' backup at this point? Kellen Moore still? Uh, I don't fucking know. Kellen Moore. You don't want Dak getting injured. That's good. That could tank the season. Yep. Nope. Yep. He definitely could. I mean, it could for any team when their quarterback gets injured. But I mean, yeah, it's a super Mark hot take. Sanchez? 
We had Mark Sanchez, um, old boy from they gotta find someone the better. Browns, who is yeah. super fucking old. Yeah, you got to find someone better than Weeden or Yeah, we had those three backups last season. They can't still be on the team, I don't think. I don't think they are. One of them is. I think it's Kellen Moore. And Colin Kaepernick doesn't have a job, people. Really? Yeah, well, that's, I mean, that's... One of the reasons I'm not excited about the NFL this season. Oh, my God. It's a joke. It really is. But that's neither here nor there, right? I guess guess that's a part of Well, it's not a joke. It's deadly serious racism. Oh, well, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I I don't know if it's racism or just old white owners who don't want to deal with six one might say that's the same thing yeah but um (laughs) but yeah it's it's just that yeah they don't want to deal with the whole issue and like but even though a lot of players on teams now are doing kneeling and stuff or raising their fists for the national anthem yeah it's crazy that if you just if you probably just reinstate him back in the league or not even reinstate yeah 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 if a team just signs him all of these then it doesn't it's taken on a life of its own where now everyone in the NFL is doing it. Marshawn Lynch was doing it. Uh, Michael Bennett. A lot of the Seahawks. Uh, the whole, what was it? The the Eagles. Chris Long. Uh, we finally yeah, got a, a white player of, to do it. A ton of teams. A ton of players. And, and that's why. Like, even a bunch of the Browns like, got in a circle. Yeah. And, and they said they were praying or something. And that that's my point. Like If you if he was just signed, it probably takes the air out of this whole thing. Right. But they they themselves have made it a bigger issue. Yeah, and don't fucking tell me you don't want your backup quarterback to be a topic of conversation because he's a backup quarterback when T- Tim Tebow played in the league for five years? Yeah, I don't know if it was that long, but... Tim Virtue signaling Tebow. But and you can't even compare him to Tebow because he was better he's than He's Tebow. much better than you Tebow. You know what I'm saying? Like, yes. Yeah, he shouldn't even I mean, be... Okay. He, he, he should start on a fucking terrible in 2015, but that team had a lot of problems. Th- I, that's that's my point. Like, th- that team was bad. And Jay Cutler was bad. And Jay is, Cutler signed for $10 million this I year. have no trouble believing that Ka- Kaepernick is at least the 50th best quarterback uh, among professional, yeah. um, able American quarterbacks. Yeah. Cutler is definitely not the most egregious example of someone starting over him. Like, there's five, six teams at least with the worst situation. I mean, his own former Mike team, the Wayne. Niners, but, yeah. but uh, yeah, the Jets, the Jaguars, probably, like, the, a bunch of teams should yeah. probably start him over Well, I mean, Brandon Allen's going to be a superstar, so Jags are out. Well, to be fair, the Jets are <clears> openly, <throat> they're, they're just tanking. Yeah, they, they are. They want to go. He might come in and win three. <laughs> they don't want to because don't he them. might be better than McCaffrey. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like they are openly tanking the season. I'm surprised they still have Matt Forte. Oh, I'm surprised they didn't just cut him too. And I got so much. I laughed so hard at this gif I was seeing uh, the other night on Twitter with, with I believe it was Christian Hagenberg for the Jets just getting <laughs> blown up so badly by the Lions defensive line. Someone said on a podcast that I heard yesterday. It could have been taped any time in the last two weeks because I've been in Europe. If the Jets are serious about tanking, trade Sheldon Richards into the Cowboys. We really need defensive line help, and you don't need good players. <laughs> well, it was a Cowboys-centric podcast. It wasn't no, it wasn't. It, it, it wasn't. Well, this is what bothers me about the whole... You know, I'm not mad that the Jets are tanking. They should be. They should start over, start fresh. What pisses me off about that division, again, the Patriots have the easiest route to the number one seed. <laughs> so, so, okay, not it only is not the Patriots' fault that the front offices of the Miami Dolphins, Buffalo Bills, Buffalo Williams, and uh, New York Jets. I'm, I'm going to use that Buffalo Williams like forever. Uh, and then the New York Jets are so fucking inept. Like that's not the Patriots' but the Bills, problem. The Bills weren't that bad on paper. Then they trade their best receiver. Well, the Bills are active, and their tanking. best and their best cornerback. And then the receiver they brought in and then retired. The, and then the, <laughs> and Bolden. 
The, no, no, no. The receiver they brought in for that, for, for that trade, for the Sammy Watkins trade, then they trade with the Eagles and get Jordan Matthews. His first practice on the team, he gets hurt. Yeah. They are going to suck. I don't know, man. It's, it's bad. Football was the, really bad last year, like in a Dolphins way that made me just like the least excited for this upcoming season that I've ever been. Most of the conversation is just like a ha- about how bad Team X is going to be. There are 18 of those teams. Football is going to be really bad again this season, and I'm not going to have to watch much of know. it. So I for think, that, I think. That I think the AFC is going to be very bad. The it NFC is, is kind of wide open. Like, You're I don't still going to watch it anyway. What are you talking I'm about? I'm going to watch NFL? football, but. But also, look, I, I'd be there with you. Like, you know, uh, it was bad last year. I'm not going to waste uh, my time on, like, bad football games. And maybe I'd be unenthused, but. Now I'm getting excited again because it's, it's Kaiser time, baby. Kaiser time? <laughs> oh, yeah. He's the answer, man. What's Franchise he... quarterback. We finally got Let's get the spotlight off me. What's up? No, I'm kind of joking, but I, I legitimately am a little bit excited about Kaiser. Deshaun Kaiser is uh, better than anyone who's played Browns for the quarter, or quarterback for the Browns in the last eight years, maybe? Or like Browns who, for the quarterback. Yeah, I like that. Who's played Browns for the quarterback? Uh, that's fair, but, yeah, I mean, I, I didn't know that much Could about be. him. I, I saw, like, at Notre Dame... He had ups and downs, but that coach is pretty bad at Notre Dame and, like, didn't put him in the right position either, so... And, like, seeing a couple of people I follow on Twitter that are NFL scouts were really high on him, that I, like, respect their opinion over, like, some more mainstream media people that don't seem to know as much. So they're high on him. And then I, with the eye test, I've seen him play two preseason games now. You know, I'm a hardcore masochist, so I watch Browns preseason <laughs> uh, and just whip myself with a belt, but... Especially in the first game, he came in. It was against the threes of the Saints, which don't have a great defense anyway. But it, he's playing behind the threes on his team as well, offensive line and everything. He made some really exciting plays in that game. <laughs> Didn't play quite as well with the, the twos in the last preseason in the Giants game, but but still showed me more. Showed me enough that I'm excited about him, even though he's clearly going to make a lot of rookie mistakes, I'm sure. And I was going to be really upset if they started our old friend Glock Osweiler over him. Oof. Well, luckily, Hugh Jackson has allayed my so fears. Bad. Today, named him the starter for week three, which generally means wow. it's going to be your starter for that's, week one of the regular season. That's huge. Um, so, and with this Greg Williams defense we got in here now, I think our defense is going to be, it already looks vastly improved. Um, Bounties on heads. Hmm. Bounties yeah. on heads. And I was about to say those Saints defenses were like really good. What? Why did uh, Greg Williams leave? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Just remind me. Hey, he's learned from his past mistakes. Just Who like do you guys have in week three? The Bucks. Okay, dope. that's a good game. Who I like the Bucks as well. I like the Bucks. Yeah, the Bucks, are, the yeah. Bucks might be fucking good. The Bucks might win that division. I, that's my pick to win. They're on a hard knocks. So I'm watching that as well on HBO, and um, I'm impressed with Jameis Winston. Honestly, like he he seems like a really good leader on that team based on what the cameras are showing. Yeah, hard knocks. He's, they, he's still raping girls. Well, not on camera. Jesus uh, it's, uh, you know. Let's just not forget. Well, says the guy who wants to forget all about Z. Because it's on his team. I said I wanted to know. I said I wanted to know exactly what happened, and then for the appropriate thing to happen to him. All right. Yeah, I don't was remember it, that. Was we it, can play it back. He it's was not con- convicted, right? I mean, it wasn't like hundred percent. No, yes. Sure at, at this happened. point, his case is hearsay. Um, oh, you mean Jameis? Jameis. Um, it got thrown out by like the college court. I, I don't the, the the Title IX board at his college. Okay. Well, I don't know, but. So far, I was impressed with him from these episodes I've seen. Even even though he's still making some bonehead plays, too, like in the last preseason game against the Jags, which was mm-hmm. quite the opposite of a bar yeah, burner. Yeah, James he, is never going to stop throwing interceptions. Yeah, well, he he's just does dumb ones like he's playing well, and then he's like getting tackled to the ground and like his own 20... I mean, the Jags' 20-yard line when they're clearly in field goal range, and then 
throws it away. Again, they said he was down by contact, but still, like the, the coach was like screaming at him on the sidelines. Like, yeah. What are you thinking? But I guess they're on the they're in field goal range, but maybe not for the Bucks because they've had a quite a. Uh, there's a little bit of a tangent to go on here, but they had quite a kicking conundrum in Tampa. God, they, they, ended, right. they ended up cutting Robert Aguayo, who they used a second round draft pick. On they traded team. up to get a second That's round draft pick. They so didn't have stupid. one. I think I think he got picked up by someone. Oh uh, yeah, he did. I think the Bears maybe or someone like that. But regardless, the they, they kept Nick Falk, and then he, and they're showing in this Hard Knocks episode of this game he missed. He was missing an extra point then Falk. So goddamn it. If it, I think the Bucks should be a playoff team this year, or or at least be pretty good, but um, kicking might undo them of, of all things. But back to the Browns. Pretty excited about the defense. I think it's going to be at worst middle of the pack. Hopefully better than that even. Defensive line uh, looks pretty good, and of course, you got to be excited about Miles Garrett. In the Oof. in this Giants game, they weren't really the refs weren't really calling that many holding calls or things like that. Like I think they'll do in the regular season because a couple times it looked like Garrett was getting he kept he was getting double teamed the whole game and when he was oh in, you've never had a franchise uh, quality <laughs> defensive end oh my god you just wait seven years of Demarcus Ware just like getting like grabbed around the neck and no call. Well, hopefully it doesn't go that way. I was hoping this was a preseason thing. But, yeah, he was getting held pretty badly by, like, Eric Flowers and stuff. So, I don't know if you guys have any thoughts on on the team. Probably not that On the Browns? Yeah. I've never had a thought on the Browns. Who's your best wide receiver this year? No, that's Terrell Pryor's gone. I mean... James. They they replaced Pryor with Kenny Britt, which I'm not that enthusiastic about. Even though if you look at their numbers, it was pretty similar to Pryor's last year. Kenny Britt is okay. Yeah, Corey Coleman's the guy they want to be, like, the guy that was mm-hmm. their draft pick last year. Hopefully him and Kaiser get some chemistry going. The guy I think he could be pretty good. But Is there anyone that's worthy of a of a fantasy draft pick? I wouldn't say so. Of, of the wide receiver position? Of anyone. Crowell? Maybe? Crowell for sure, yeah. I think Crowell should have a, big, a pretty big I mean, you don't have to take Crowell. You can take Crowell. I would consider Duke Johnson as well, if you're in a PPR league, because he's going to get, uh, he's gonna get a lot of passes as well, so... I think him and Crawl will be the focal point of the offense. Gotcha. Yeah, Hugh, Hugh Jackman, right? Uh, <laughs> that's Wolverine, but... Oh, okay. um, Sorry. You know what I mean. <laughs> Hugh Jackson, yeah. That's it. <laughs> and they got this Njoko, this tight end, first-round pick from um, Miami, who... Hugh Jackson's not a big tight end guy, it seems like, but this Njoko I mean, guy's supposed to be a the hell out of Eifert. So. Well, did he? Because Eifert was always getting hurt, too, when he was asked. Well, I mean, that's... That one not that that was Jackson's fault, but I, don't I mean, know. Uh, there was that Eifert Gresham season where like one or the other would yeah. get like six receptions for eighty yards and a touchdown every week. Yeah, I've heard had a really good year a couple years back, two years ago. Uh, All right. Well, do you think uh, there's any chance you don't finish in last place? <laughs> I think there's a chance. I, mean, I don't. Th- I'm not going <laughs> to bet on it, but I, I don't think it's an impossibility. Because I don't know what I, I, I um, see the Bengals kind of taking a step back. I think they could, and it, it really uh, a like, step further back. Exactly. It, to me, it's going to depend on Kaiser if he's if he really is the guy. Because if the defense is what I think it's going to be, they should be able to hang around a little bit and keep us in some games. So if, if Kaiser is like one of these rookies that comes in and and plays pretty well, who knows? It could be like a five hundred team, which might not be less than the division. I'm not going to predict that. I still think it's like a five one team probably. But you know, I'm, I'm hopeful. I don't know. Certainly more enthusiastic than I was last year when they didn't have. Uh, NFL caliber players on the team right. for the most part, and they improved the offensive line. So on paper, at least we haven't seen them all play together in the preseason. But but that'll kind of get into what I wanted to discuss a little bit. These rookie quarterbacks coming in, 
I still see a lot of debates whether you're supposed to sit these guys for a bit, let them learn, quote-unquote, or just bring them right in. Now, in my opinion, it's worked better to just bring them in right away in the past few, past decade or so. Yeah. I think... Which is why I want that to happen for Kaiser, but... Yeah. I think that started with, like, the Matt Ryan, Joe Flacco, Mm -hmm. where they just were thrown kind of right into it, and they produced... Even Roethlisberger came in like yeah, his yeah. Yeah, it's not a blueprint. It just feels more to me like pat wisdom that like old timey coaches believed because yeah. the coaches that taught them believed it. Well, and let's compare the, the and, Kaiser. And, and you know when you um, know when a guy's not ready. Goff had no business being on a football field last season, but like Wentz and Dak did. And in that situation with Goff, yeah, it wasn't like there was any any veterans there to compete that you'd say oh it's a veteran in the Cleveland situation right now it's like Osweiler and Cody Kessler there's no who's Kaiser going to sit and learn from there no yeah those are bad quarterbacks who have nothing to teach him but like Pat Mahomes isn't going to probably start over Alex Smith and Casey at least there you probably could learn something like Smith's at least a legitimate veteran but in the Texas now in Houston Bill O'Brien's going to start um Tom Savage over their rookie pick um I um I think that uh, Tom Savage has been on that team for like four years now. I don't think even three years. Maybe this is his third season. I guess twenty fourteen four front pick. Okay, okay so it was so season. he I has got two starts to his name. They both came last year. I think that's just about him. Over I Watson, though. I'm guessing. I'm completely guessing. I think it's just about him, like knowing the playbook and uh, Deshaun Watson being a rookie. Look at Dak. They put him right in. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I mean, I'm saying I think this is going to be a mistake. I think yeah. Bill O'Brien's making a mistake. Yeah, I, should I mean, Watson Bill O'Brien does more. nothing but make mistakes with his quarterbacks. So Since Brady, yeah. Hmm. I would play Watson. I mean, he seems like he's an actual – he's just I, a winner. He, he has he it. watched the he national championship game. Yeah, I would play Deshaun Watson, too. And then the Bears put themselves in the situation where they paid Glennon all this money, but – and the, but it seems like Trubisky's better anyway, which I was kind of surprised yeah. by. I mean, he was getting, like, easier completion throws, I think. They weren't putting him in a tough spot. This is from his, the first preseason game. I didn't really see what he did in the second game, but if he did really well in that one, too, I'm not sure. But I mean, I, I will say, I think it's safe to say, with most of these first-year quarterbacks, whoever is in front of them isn't going to be stopping them for long. I will say that. I think Trubisky yeah. starts soon. Watson's going to be starting soon. Kaiser will probably be starting soon. Like, there's not really that much uh, competition ahead of them. Maybe it's just for for show. You know, maybe it's like he said. Maybe it's a playbook thing where sit down first two weeks of the season, first three weeks of the season, really hone in on that playbook, and then you're going to be in there because really, Brock Osweiler, Mike Lennon, and Tom Savage, they're not stopping anybody. So, uh, I think we should cut Osweiler and let Cody Kessler just be the backup, and that's fine. But Regardless from the Browns, so the Texans, they're in a spot where they have a pretty good team overall, other than the quarterback position, or it's just unknown. At the they're a playoff team, yeah. Playoff team. So I would think you would want it. I guess I could kind of see like, oh, maybe the guy knows the playbook better, just not lose us the game. Right. But who knows? Tom Savage is still going to lose the game, probably. I mean, put your guy in right and away. Tom Savage and learn isn't good on the job. Right. I don't think he is. We wouldn't really know, but probably he probably would be playing more last year if he was. You know. Yeah. Over uh, Osweiler last year, so. Well, they made the mistake last year because Osweiler started that playoff game, and they mm-hmm. really they probably had the best chance of beating the Patriots, you know, in the playoffs besides the Falcons, where they actually played them tough. Yeah, to be clear, the they had no chance well against the Patriots. Though, but the offense, the Pets' offense struggled against the the Texans more than they did they the did. other defense they saw. So, if there was someone more confident, maybe I don't know. And JJ Watt's healthy this year. Like I don't see. 
Yeah, they didn't have JJ Watt in that game. That's crazy. Yep. I think they're going to be really good. I, well, I'm going to say really good. I think they'll be the playoff team of that sorry division. I think they might get the eight wins this year. I know they'll, they'll definitely get to eight wins. They should. Okay. Even with Tom, Tom Savage. I mean, no I mean, one's, gonna be no one's kidding. No one's kidding anyone. Anyway. Deshaun Watson's yeah. coming in by week yeah. six. Yeah, yeah, probably. The AFC's so shit, though. I, I, the AFC's blows. Yeah, it's really not. The East is terrible. The North is. What, the Steelers? Sorry, the Ravens. Uh, I don't know about the Ravens. The South is the Texans. Anyone else? Uh, Tennessee's an early bandwagon team. Okay. And then the West is going to be the Raiders. Yeah. yeah. I mean, the, the Chiefs, though. The Chiefs are still going to be good. Um, I think those just might be our six playoff teams uh, from the AFC. Like, no one else is The Broncos. I mean, yeah, the AFC West, like last year, should be better. I mean, I, the Chargers probably won't do much, but uh, the LA Chargers now, they're going to have, like, 12 <laughs> fans in this, there, but... Um, it's not going to be any difference than in San Diego when it was all opposing fans in the stadium. It's yeah. still going to be like that in L.A. too. Yeah, it's true. But uh, the, the Broncos, I don't know. They got There was a little battle between Simeon, uh, Seaman rather, sorry, and uh, Paxton They Lynch. named him the starter for, for this game yeah. coming up. Well, Lynch isn't good either, apparently. But yeah. but they still have the defense. Thank God they traded so. up to 17 to get him last year. Yeah, really. You wanted him too. You did. I'm fine with this. Yeah, of course you are. But it's crazy. It's hindsight. It's all hindsight. But... I wanted someone to back up Tony Romo. I didn't know we were going to get our, our future franchise quarterback in the third round, to be fair, to be clear. I think he's going to take a step back. Zach, you yeah. think he's going to sophomore slump it? Oh, I'm certain I, I, the Cowboys are. I, I wouldn't say... Not going to win 15 games. Right. Like well, I, yeah, but that's, I mean... Like, I, I'm not going to say he's going to have a bad year. I just feel like they're going to come down to earth. and Definitely. I mean, if we're throwing predictions out there... You still like them to win that division? No, I got the really? Giants. Wildcard team for them? Yeah. The Giants, even with what seems to be some p- potential big problems on the offensive line slash run game, but they made the playoffs regardless of that, yeah. and they have a Same solid the division. Though. They have a solid defense, and their wide receiving core just got better, which should help Eli, you know, find people quicker. Counterpoint. He's gonna say Eli sucks. <laughs> <laughs> Human sack of laundry. <laughs> he is even in the Browns game that uh, that I just watched with him. He he was looking. Pretty inaccurate with a lot of his throws that I saw. Him, Funny you should mention that. He's pretty inaccurate. Yeah, but he has the receivers like uh, Beckham that can just get, grab them. You know, that can make these crazy catches. And Marshall will probably be the same. So right. I mean, we're in well trod territory. Like I'm not. I'm not breaking any news here. They have one play. It's slant to Beckham. It's the best play. Jesus. It so might good. be the best play in anyone's playbook. He's so freaking good. But they can add the Beckham gets double team throw it to Marshall getting burning someone now too. Mm-hmm. So they could. All right, so we'll definitely get way more into NFL, and, and maybe probably like two weeks from now we'll, we should get Do in a here prediction. for a, a predictions and maybe even just the week one preview as well. Sounds we don't good, get sounds before good. Then. Before we head out of here, how about we touch on a little of, I know it's not your favorite uh, sport, Eric, but... Uh, Especially this year. But uh, it's, we're talking about a little of baseball. I'm sorry, did we say sport? We're talking What sport baseball. are we talking about? Just in your head, just think about that hipster... Um, Germany area you're in and just you know you can live in that space for a little bit hey, we talk about to baseball. be fair Texas is only like three games out of the wild card the Rangers are you probably team. don't know what that means I'm sorry there's a wild <laughs> card does that refer to the Cardinals I know there's sometimes a brief they're in the wild card race too in their league so, nah, yeah, yeah. fuck the Cardinals yeah. to be honest I don't care about the National League that much to even talk about them right now but uh American League stuff here well our two squads they're, they're, yeah, they're way in ahead of everyone. They're like history. They're making history. They might break the all-time single-season win record. Well, the thing is, didn't like, we just have this with the Cubs last season? 
No, the the Cubs well, were historic, but they as in they broke a they broke a curse like a, they haven't won a World Series. Well, they did have a big years. they did have a big lead last year. The Cubs had more, yeah, but more they, wins than any other team as well. But the Dodgers nah, are doing it even like more. This, yeah, like yeah. the Dodgers are on pace to win 116 games, which is the all time record. The, the Mariners it is later in the, the season than it was when the Cubs were on pace to win 116, yeah. 117. Right, right, right. But here's the, the thing. Have sustained. Here's the thing about that. Like, I'm thinking about my team that tried, but hopefully making it back to the World Series. I know, it, like, your squad is going to try to get in the way of that, maybe. Yep. But we have some injury concerns right now, but I'm not, like, scared of the Dodgers to face them in the World Series, even though there's so many more wins. You know? I don't even Why think not? they're going to make the World Series. Yeah. Yeah. Who do you think is in that? The album? Cubs, again. Really? Yep. Okay, that'd be interesting. I'd, they, I'd they, rather play the Dodgers. I don't know if I would, actually. I don't know if I'd rather try to get revenge on the Cubs or just play the Dodgers, which might be a little easier to beat. I don't know. The Dodgers are deep. That's what they have going for them. But the Cubs just, they're coming on strong in the second half. They finally overtook the Brewers and, and the Cardinals, and they lead the yeah. division. Well, it took way too long to do that, to honestly. They did, they did, but they're leading the division. They're probably not going to give that back up. Yeah. And I just feel like they have that experience now. Like, they can go into any anywhere and win. So. Um, Why are you not afraid of the Dodgers? Because they've choked so many times. Yeah, especially Kershaw is like chokes in the playoffs, and he's okay. obviously a stud. Yeah, and I love they, Kershaw too. I think um, I'm pretty happy with the Indians right now. They're off. Their their injury situation is getting kind of kind of wacky. Miller, yeah. Miller, yeah. I mean, he needs to be All their pitchers need to be uh, healthy, but. But like Kevin has been banged up all year. He might be going back to DL. Chisholm has been on the DL a while now. Other guys. But we, if we have everyone together and healthy, like we have a pretty stacked lineup. Yeah, we brought yeah. in Jay Bruce now. Who's he's been killing Been tearing guys. the cover off the ball since he Fucking came Fucking Mets. I hate the Mets. So, the Yankees oh, offered yeah, them, let's talk let about me that tell you, quick. The Yankees offered the Mets a better deal. We have a better system, minor league system, meaning that we have more younger prospects. Hmm? Got some of those from the Indians and Andrew Miller. Yes. Right? Yeah. So we have a better, whatever, uh, prospects. Farm team. Better group, exactly. better group to pick from. We offered them two picks as long as they took some of Jay Bruce's remaining salary. The Mets, because they're cheap fucks, even though they play in New York City, you would think they have enough money. They take a no-name guy, no-name prospect. A single A player. From, from the Indians. A pitcher, his name's Robbie something. Never heard it's of It's like Ryder or something. He has a 5 ERA in single A, so he, he's not good. And the Indians agreed, we'll pay the whole salary as long as you just take this one. So the Mets so, took that deal. So the Mets took that deal, just to save $5 million. And, of course, Mets fans shitted on them, shitted on their own team. Yeah, the Wilpon family and is not uh, it's, it's ridiculous. Not the most popular owners. And I get it, maybe you don't want to help the Yankees, but it's just... That's not why, that was about money. Well, the Mets ownership so is, like, notoriously garbage. Oh, my right. God, That's what so we're saying. The Wilpon family, yeah. Gotcha. So the Yanks um, could have had this guy who's hidden crazy for the Indians, could have helped them. but Like, he literally right out. now has the, the highest OPS in Indians history, history for someone who's played more than 30 innings or something for the team. <laughs> <laughs> like, he's hitting, like, almost 400 yeah, since then. Yeah, he's raking, man. So. Um, but if they, and Brantley's the other one who's, he can't stay healthy, but if he's in there, like, their, their lineup top to bottom can yeah. be very deadly, and I would match it up with any team in baseball. Yeah, I, I and would the, too. the Red Sox have not really, we're playing them right now in a four-game series. So far, it's split. I'm not, like, scared of them either, really. Chris Sale is their big guy now, and Indians have always done well against him. Yeah. So, I don't know. How do you think the playoffs would shake out, right? If the Astros, if the Indians or Red Sox or someone else doesn't overtake the Astros, who had built up a big lead now, they haven't been doing as well record-wise, but theoretically they, they'll finish first still. Yeah. Yankees, wild card, yeah. and 
who knows the other wild card? The other I mean, wild card is insane. Like, the, the, the other wild card has angels, like, maybe. Yeah, yeah it has like seven different teams competing for it, and I don't know. Right now, the Twins are that but, second wild. But it would set up for the if if they do finish two and three in some order, it would set It'd up be, for the Boston yeah. Cleveland to play each other yeah, first round, round again, same as yeah. last year. Yep, in round one. So and, I like it for you guys. I don't. I'm not scared. Having Kluber versus Sale, you match up. That's one A, one B as far as who's the best pitcher in the American League. So you match up great with them. You have history against Sale already where most of you guys have faced him in Chicago. Yeah. And then you beat Boston last year already. Right, swept So them. I don't I, – I'm not scared of Boston. I know that they've taken four out of six from the Yankees in the last couple of weeks. Yeah, Yankees we still, a We're still winning the, the, the season series 8-7 if I'm not mistaken. And they have no pop in their lineup. They have no power in their lineup. They're, they're last in the American League of home runs, the Red Sox, that is. It was like Ben and Tendi hit some or something. Yeah, like that. I, yeah. Mookie Betts. But I'm not scared of them. I, to me, if, if I'm being honest, team I'm most scared of in the American League is still Cleveland. It's yeah. weird as that sounds. But, but let's talk about who you would... So theoretically, you beat the Angels, Twins, whoever in this wild card game, which could be a toss-up with those one-game series. You never know. Anything yeah. could happen. Let's say you do, though... Then you're facing the Astros. How do you feel about that matchup? At first, I was scared of it because they beat us in the wild card game a couple years back, the last time we were in the playoffs. And then Keiko, their starter historically against the Yankees, is dom- he dominates them. Like, I don't think we've ever beat him. And he's a lefty. Yankees tend to have trouble against lefties. The reason why I'm not as scared now is because they've had injuries to Keiko and to their pitching staff. Pitching staff is not that deep. And... If anyone, I feel, if, if their pitching staff isn't up to par, then I feel like our lineup competes with their lineup, yeah. and our bullpen is better than their bullpen. So Now, what about the, this is a big topic around New York media and stuff, this whole uh, Aaron Judge situation. How are you feeling about that? Well, Taking a tailspin, basically. In a he second. finally broke his uh, strikeout streak last night. He didn't strike out for the first time in 37 games. Did he get any hits? He got a hit and walked three times. Okay. So they killed the Tigers last night. And they moved him in the lineup. They moved him from three to four. Ooh. It makes a difference. Trust me. It, it, because now you have him you have him protecting Gary Sanchez, who is ripping the cover off the ball. He has 11 home runs in, like, two weeks. And, really? yeah, since August, since, I want to say July, since July 23rd, maybe in, like, a month, he's had, hit, like, 11 home runs. It, so you have him behind him. You have Didi Gregorius protecting Judge. Didi's having a great year. Yeah, he's like, for, especially being that it's a Yankees player, it's kind of surprising to me how under the radar Gregorius yep. is. Yep. And he's under the radar because well, of Aaron Gregorius. You know? Oh, I see what you did there. <laughs> if he was more Gregorius, like, like, it is I kind of me out here. Even though that was just a joke, you know, a joke of, we'll say, uh, medium quality. Fuck uh, you. <laughs> Uh, that you know, there might be something to it because like a guy like Francisco Lindor, another shortstop, is he? I feel like does get a lot of national media yeah. attention these days, and, and he's like a very gregarious, like smiley guy. Yeah. And Gregorius isn't really like that. So is that does something to do with it? I don't know. So he actually is. Um, is he actually? I don't really know. Yeah, he is. He is. He's out there. He's he tweets after every win with emojis and everything. Like he's actually very Gregor. What's the word you use? Gregarious. There you go. Gregorius is gregarious, but I don't know. Is he's he? Judge stole the spotlight. Judge is so so big yeah. and so magnified. Like every, no one talks about even Gary Sanchez. Well, big men, very strong, hit a home run. It makes sense. Exactly. 
but so, but him, him and football player. Judge and Sanchez yeah. both participated in the home run derby, and people always say like, "Oh, that hurts players or whatever." But it seems like if Judge did go down from that, and then Sanchez went the other way. And didn't yeah, really do yeah. It. Not that it, that was a pinnacle or whatever. The, the reason, I think but. Judge was slumping. I don't. I want to say slumping, but he wasn't doing as well a little before the All Star break as well. Like he saw his average go from three forty to three twenty nine right before the break. It was like a weak sample size though, so people don't think about that. Mm-hmm. The last thing they grasp onto is, well, we saw this guy killing baseballs in the home run derby. That must have been it. But I feel like he was coming back down to earth a little bit. His numbers are still amazing. Like he still leads the league in home runs, the American League in home runs. He's still hitting over 280. Is so he leading still in home runs? How many does he have? 37. Okay. So I feel like it's – he was just so – he was doing so well and it was so unsustainable. And he's just getting so much press and everything. Yeah. He's just coming back down to earth. I'm not really worried about him. And I'm, I'm happy that they took him out the three-hole and, you know, moved him down a little bit. All right. And we've got a big matchup next week. Trout yes, is three games set. Three games. I hope Andrew Miller's not pitching in that series. Yeah, It'll help. I bet you are. <laughs> well, I think he went 10 to 80, so he might not be. I'm sorry, your Ruben's teams are playing? Yeah. Next week, yeah. Yeah, next week. Do we want to? At Yankee Stadium. Bet? Oh, a little wager? Oh, okay. Oh, okay. okay. Yeah, so someone has to win the series. It's not as cut and dry as, as a, like your Cowboys Green Bay. I'm sorry, when a team win one. two games and then another team well, one, I, I guess so. So, you're, so who wins the series? Yeah, yeah, I guess it is cut. Yeah. You got me. It's exactly <laughs> cut and dry. Open and shut case. All right, sounds good then. Uh, so what's the, the What's the wager? Uh, what would you like, sir, if you win? We could uh, just put it out there on the table. Um, let's see. I would like... Let, let's borrow Aaron Rodgers for a, a few games. I'll take him. No. You guys can have Black no. Osweiler in never. his place. I would never make that trade, ever. <laughs> I would never make that bet. Try to pull a fast one. No. No, I don't know. What do you guys usually do? Like a bow? Booze. Bio or yeah, yeah, it's, it's booze. Because we're, you know, raging alcoholics. But I, mean, I might genuinely be. I don't know if you are a Padre. You are a quarterback. But we can do booze. It's a, uh, it's, it may be a Kerry Collins situation over here. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, yeah. No, yeah, we, we could do it. Or, Josh Hamilton situation? Or uh, during the... Yeah, no, well, that's not yeah, one that's to one because I'm the quarterback, you okay, know. So, gotcha, gotcha. not the uh, the cleanup header. No, I'm trying to bring it back to baseball. Fuck Josh Hamilton. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, we could do a, a booze related one. Maybe no. we'll watch the playoffs uh, playoff game together. Sounds and, good. And uh, drinks on whoever the loser while we're uh, watching this game. Sounds good. Sounds good. Shake on it. Shake on it. All right. Well, I think it's gonna do it for our wide ranging. <laughs> Three sport conversation today. Mr. Zarell in here. Come back next time for a more uh, focused on football podcast, I want to say. Strong basketball takes. Yes, unless there's another crazy trade uh, before we won. Yeah, I mean, the NBA's got to be about out of gas at this point on these crazy trades. Or uh, who even knows at this Don't point. Don't bet on it. Andrew Wiggins fired his agent. Who knows what's going to happen. So, all right. But for Cheesehead Marv and E Nam, aka Young, don't look at me. Or, keep my name out your mouth. Young, keep my name out Three, your six. mouth. <laughs> it's Padre signing off. Peace. We're out of here. Who keeps you cheering? Ballpark, the best is all right here. Who's got the fans with so much Cleveland pride? Who's talking baseball? Talking tribe. We're talking baseball. Talking tribe. Nobody plays.
Spreading far and wide We're talking baseball Talking Trump 